Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. Good morning. It's Marty in the Morning on Lyric FM. My great pleasure to be in front of. Well, it's Marty meets Marty. That's exactly it. That's, that's a combo. That's a combo. It's a Marty and Marty moment. I think. Double trouble, I would say. Double I trouble. I think we could have a show on this one. Oh, we could Marty Pello, it is so good to see you again. Ah, um, you. I found a picture of us. Aye. Um, from. <laughs> Aye. You say I, but when you say it, I think, I think we have improved greatly. What, oh gee, oh look at the status. Look there. at the status. I mean, it's nice to see that there's actually photographic evidence of both of us sober this at the same time. Very true. But it's, so. a ver- it's a very fine picture, but that's I think we can do picture. better this time. Oh, we'll get it. Um, I'm wondering, was that when you were over for the Fierco Trench business? Ah, but we were doing that thing for our Fierco, yeah. I think it might have been. Aye, and what a lovely celebration of a body of work of a oh. man who's an absolute, not not an incredible arranger, but most Indeed. importantly, a great man. Yeah, he's a know? beautiful. Man. And what a spirit and what an imagination. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with Fikra uh, from, I mean, he did the strings for me for Love Is All Around. Yes, he he did. did the strings for me for Good Night Girl. So he's been a part of, uh, uh, of work for me for oh, decades and decades. But, but you, you, you could write a beautiful song with respect, and it is. But I think about Van. Morrison. Oh, yes. And I think about uh, Phil Linnett, who we, who we worked with, oh, and various other people. And uh, Fairy Tale in New York, he did the strings of Fairy Tale. Indeed, he did. Indeed, so he did. When I think about a guy like that, mm-hmm. how he changes the sound and lifts it. Well, that's exactly it. See, yeah. what, you know, you uh, what what I loved about uh, Fierker's work was his imagination, his, his gift of melody. Yeah. He is so. Some, some arrangers are out for themselves. Sure. You know, and then you get arrangers like Fierker Trench, and I put them up there with people like Paul Buckmaster or Arif Marden because the, 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 the way that they arrange they, the, the, the vocalist is to, is to support Yes. And his gift of melody and his sense of melody is, uh, to me, it is, sure is. Uh, inspiring. I totally agree. And it's interesting because I remember, as you as a small, as a very, very young mm-hmm. and, and timid singer, and me as a small boy broadcaster, when oh. Popped In oh. Sold Out came out, Why? I remember, no, no, I just discovered it. I remember that I could hear the strings all the time all in the that same. album. Yeah. And that's why the idea of doing it with the RTA Concert Orchestra makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. So you always had that sound in your background. 
background. Seen your background. Yeah, very much so because the music that I grew up listening to is like your first port of call is your man and dad's record collection. For sure. What was it uh, like in your house? Well, for my my father was uh, I had a very eclectic taste. Yeah. You know whether or not it was Johnny Cash, but it was all the I would go all the way to Nelson Riddle or Bill Evans. You know. The, you know so you got a, jazz. Going so on. we had a bit of jazz. So that yeah. kind of voicing was w w of the piano was always around me at a very early age. But most yeah. importantly, my mother's record collection was very much like Burt Bacharach and Hal David. So you would get that type of sound the, 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 from, from great, the great musicality sure. of that combination of, you know, Hal David and, um, and Bacharach. And back, yes, you had all that music going on in your life. Yeah, very um, much so. But I loved, um, I, I, I have to compliment um, your, your, your pal here, uh -huh. who, uh, doing the PR for you, who came up and said, I'll send you the book. And I thought, well, we'll get the book and see that. Uh -huh. I'll get the book and Marty Pillar will be in and gone home again. Mm. Um, I was, I was, I was, I've started the book and I will uh, complete the book. Your autobiography. It uh, is a beautiful piece of work. But you talk about sitting by the Clyde with your dad. That's right. And I just, I don't know. My dad's gone, uh, and you know. So is my dad. Uh, dad uh, yes, he yeah. is, and and, and mum, and I. And I, I, I almost welled up reading it, reading about you and your dad and the Clyde, just... Yeah. Just the two of you. Hi, just the two of us, you know, and, and, that's, and, and that's what it is. You know, that's exactly what it is. You'll hear my voice. That, that, that the, thing, the thing about uh, doing an autobiography, it's not about having a ghostwriter, because you don't live in the fabric of the book then. Yeah. You know, so the book's written... From from my tongue. But you kept on saying the truth, the truth, and the that truth. this is what you want. Well, you know, uh, there's no many of these in me, you know. Uh, so if you're going to do it, do it right. So and, yeah. and I think there is fragility and there's honesty that lives in the fabric of the book. But that's the only way it's going to resonate and for people to connect with it. Connect. Yeah. That's the most important word, whether it's through song or the spoken word. Yes. And I, and and that's what I wanted to do. I took my time. I'd been offered. X amount of money to go and do that, but it wasn't the, uh, the, to do a book. But it wasn't the book I wanted to write because the book I wanted to write, I wanted you to read it and walk away and know the man a little bit better and the journey of what the man is and what the family means to him and all the things that we hold cherish. Yes. Oh, and by the way, I happen to sing. So that's what that book's about. Nice so it's, got, it's got more to do with the fabric of what makes the man tick. Yes. So you read the book and you say, I think I know him a bit better. Because well, some of these things are just off full of pictures and bells and whistles. Well, that's very true. But I thought that that was what I was getting from it. And I'm, I'm glad to have it confirmed. Mm. That there was that sense that it's it's yours. It really is your story. Absolutely. Through your eyes and how, you've, how you lived it. Now Absolutely. You've it. Absolutely. Um, I, I just love the references to your folks. I'm, just, I'm sorry, but I just, uh, these things matter greatly. And some uh, people kind of dismiss it a bit. You know what I mean? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, she also sent me albums, but she, once she forgot to send them, uh, popped in, sold out, which I have. Oh. Um, now, th this is no use because it's signed by all of you uh, back in the day. It's oh, not look at that. Else. Isn't it it's, you look for this. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a great one. Um, I, I want to start with wishing I was lucky because I look. Great. Here it is.
Wishing I Was Lucky from Wet 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 popped in, sold out as the album. Um, the Three Arena, 10th of March, it's the RT Concert Orchestra, mm-hmm. Marty Pollock presenting popped in, sold out, um, which is, again, one of my one of my great favourites. There's so much, there's so much um, beautiful music on that simple, on that single first album. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly amazed by it because I had a bunch of bands that I loved. And Wet 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 is there firm. you know, you think Simple Minds, Scotland, oh. you think Spanda Ballet, you think it's a whole bunch of them. But there you were, a solid a band as it was possible to be. Now, I know the band broke up and you came back together and stuff. Yeah, sure. um, and going solo must have been a difficult choice for you as well. Well, I think, you know, uh, I, I'm, always, I'm always part of a team. Yes. You know, I, you know that, and it's, I surround myself with people who, who, who subscribe to... Uh, you know, I might come up with the nucleus of an idea, then I surround myself with people. I'm never on a wee island. You know, you see a solo artist, it's not. It's about engaging in another, uh, and working with other people. Yeah. And that, that's always the, 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 the thing that I love, is to, like, go and break bread with music uh, with other songwriters that uh, I love their imagination. You know, they might not be the best uh, players in the world, but, you know, I like to hang out with them because they've got a great smile and the, the, the stories that they tell are great. Yes, and then, yeah. at the end of the day, a, a, a wee byproduct of that might be a song. And if it isn't, I've had a nice day. But as a solo yes. artist, I'm not a solo artist. I'm always breaking bread with people. I'm always connecting through different mediums, whether it's musical theatre or writing my own stuff or being in a band. I'm always connecting. I'm never like, oh, right, I say I go under the umbrella. You're a solo artist, but there's a whole bunch of people that... Uh, the, yeah. the, 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 Go into that project or, or, or work with me. But uh, when I think about when I think about your solo career, and I like I was looking at, at some of the stuff, it, you know, when you when you went for wet wet wet, and I'm Aye. just thinking about uh, Billy Flynn in Chicago. Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, Moonlight Over Memphis, which is oh. something else, by the way. Oh, um, just the two of us, the jazz at Ronnie Scott's, um, Broadway. For yeah. heaven's sake, yes. Like so many jumping from one to the other to the other, um, and plus you had issues as well. But yeah, so you were well able to do this mm-hmm. it must be brilliant in your head to kind of say do you know what I think I'll do that well here's the, here's the interesting thing Marty yeah. that yes, other Marty. people other people see that in me and that's what uh, the revelation is yes, to me yeah. you know when I was when I came to musical theatre through Pete Townsend and Roger Dougherty because I was doing the Teenage Cancer Trust gig for them in the Albert Hall right Yeah. and I'm playing away there and I decided to invite some people to sing with me and I invited Ruthie Henshaw, who was a West End uh, actress, who yeah. was starring in the musical Chicago with Uta Lempa. And I said, why don't you come up and sing a wee song with me? Because it's for the Teenage Cancer Trust for Roger, uh, Roger and Pete. So it wasn't and, planned? No. Right. And there was a couple of producers in the audience from the Broadway show and said, that, that man would make a good Billy Flynn. Way off my radar, they came backstage to me. I said, right, I'll go and see the show, Marty. <laughs> and I went and saw the show and I went, hold on a new. Surrounded by scantily clad women all night. And no, and I, no that, change there. You know, it? so what I did is I tapped into my Dunkirk spirit and I soldiered on. But most importantly, the Candor and Ebb score, that that's what I fell in love with. Oh, which is wonderful. And which was great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I took to it like a, you know, a doctor water, so sure. to speak. But I never saw it coming. And that's the beauty of when other people see things in you and draw that out, you know, because it took me out of my comfort zone. So right there and then, I knew... Right. There's the challenge. That's something, because when you think how hard it is for some people uh, who want to do that so badly yes. to break into it, well, and yet they saw it in you. I, they saw it in me, as a matter of fact, at the Broadway. And then I came over and did three weeks at what is now the arena, but it used to be called The Point. Yes. Remember? And I did three weeks at Chicago there. Yeah. I had a great time. Then I went to Japan with it, and then I went to Broadway with it. A couple of times with Broadway. Yeah. Took over from Patrick Swayze. That's right. You know, and I was like... 
you know, to me, to me, uh, it was an. Uh, I was always those pinch me moments yes, and, and yes, I get yes. excited by it but once again you get to work with good people and they draw that because they see the core of the core of what you're about they see the talent in there and they nurture it and, and you know with hard work yes you get it and if anything there's more determination because you're coming out of your comfort zone That's ah you right. can sing yeah. but have you got that skill have you got that skill well if you've got rhythm and you're a good listener then that you, then, then you'll do okay you'll do okay in life that was something that my mother installed in me because I used to say as a songwriter, I hope I never run out of inspiration. My ma said to me, can I tell you something, son? If you become a good listener in your life, you'll never run out of inspiration because these, each decade of your life unfolds, life will start talking to you. You'll understand what pain is, shame is, hurt. You know, all these things will come at the table for you, son. And if you're a good listener, it's in human nature for people to share. Well, they always say if you keep talking, you learn nothing. Uh, there you go. So there you go. So, so was, you know, and, and so, so, so I, do you hate it when mommies are that uh, smart? Yeah, they're always, but they always are. But they're always right. They're always much. right, unfortunately. <laughs> Why, I, Yara? <laughs> it never changes. <laughs> it never changes. Oh, it never changes. Um, I think Sweet Little Mystery. I love about that. I agree with you. <laughs> Pello with me uh, talking about uh, his concert with the Three Arena uh, with the RT Concert Orchestra. By the way, can I just make the point? You, there is an album. There is yes. an album. Yes. Which is 
popped in, sold out yep. live already. Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful presentation. Can oh, I thanks so much. I like that suit, by the way. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's is that your it. own or is that rented? Aye, my, my, one of my, my buddies make that. He's a, uh, he's a tailor called Oswald Boutang. Go off. Aye, aye. And, uh, that's a serious. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful cut. Uh, I, I, I love my clothes. I you really do, don't do. you? I, I really do. But I, you've always had that. I, I, I've always loved my yeah. clothes. And, and I, you know, and I like to dress something when, you know, if I go on to do my shows. And it, and, and it just works in that environment. Yeah, of course. Now, the idea of performing... Um, the full popped in sold out uh, album wet 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 live with an orchestra. Where did I come from? Where, well, I'll tell you what happened. I'd, I'd, uh, you know, but uh, I saw some artists like uh, Sparks who do the uh, or David Gray uh, and what they do, yes. they do, they do the whole album in chronological order. ABC, that. ABC, did ABC, it yeah. Martin, and uh, and I said, you know what, I'm up for that. That that that's something I want to do. Yes. So I said, right, we'll do a one-off gig at the London Palladium with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. And it was the hottest ticket in town, and it was the fastest-selling ticket I've ever had in my life. Oh, wow. And then my buddy in Scotland said, look, bring that show up here or don't bother coming back. That's a kind of a demand. Ah, yeah. So I went up and did it with this, uh, the Scottish uh, National Orchestra. Yes. Uh, and, you know, uh, boom, I went away again. Ticket flew out the door. And he said, why don't you take it in an arena tour? Let's go take it out. And I thought, aye. Why would I not? Because I yes. thoroughly enjoyed it. But here's the interesting thing about it, Matt, uh, Marty. That album... I'm looking at it uh, uh, as the closer side as I get to 60. Yes. And these songs that I had written with the rest of the boys were when I was 15, 16 years it's of age. And you, go, you look at it in different... Uh, so, you look at it in different eyes. You, because uh, through the passage of time. Uh, and, and, and my wants and my needs from popped in sold out have completely changed. Completely changed. But most importantly, I fell in love with the songs again. Yes. Because I'm seeing them through a different... Uh, light and they resonate in a different way. When you're 16, you might say to your loved one or your girlfriend, or I love you. Yeah. But when you get up to closer side to 16, you say to the, the most important woman in your life, I love you. As a, uh, those three words change because there's a whole bunch of loving went on. That's right. And when I look at and listen to the lyrics that live inside that yes. album, they resonate in a different way with me. You see, I think you've come through all sorts of stuff through your life. Um, you went through an awful phase, didn't you? Well, I think you're, you know. I think we must be talking about the, my, the my, uh, addiction here. Yes, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You know, and and the thing about addiction is, is that it's not fussy who breaks bread with Marty. You know, yeah. whether you're a pop star or a housewife hooked in Valium or a postman with a nasty whiskey problem. Uh, you know, it's something that uh, that happened in my life. But here's the deal with that: uh, it's a disease. It is a disease, and once you get knowledge about any disease, you can act on it. You know, and that's exactly what I did. You know, and I surrounded myself with good people again. Yes. And yes. who came to the forefront there and helped me. And then you get these epiphanies, or I certainly did at one of those moments where it's like you have your choice to either continue doing what you do or don't, or do something about it, react. Yes. And, uh, you know, my family came round about me, and, and, and I'm happy to say that's something that I navigated coming up now 26 years, 27 years off the heroin. Really? 26 yeah. years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, were you very, were you a mess? Were you a mess? Well, I mean, I wouldn't let you get into the finance here, but there's a yeah. whole there's no, a whole way yeah. there's a whole way to go but through. Functioned, but but yeah yeah, but well yeah, uh, that that is at your fingertips. But there's yeah. also uh, many other alternative ways to go about it. There is many other ways to go about it, you know, and that is a nasty thing in itself, methadone, you know. So I don't, uh, you know, but whatever it takes to get you to a place of sobriety or cleanliness in your life, yes. then these are tools that will be doing. Let's, but the thing about it is, is help, and there's help out there if you so wish to desire to get it. Yes. It's the best thing that ever happened to me and the worst thing that ever happened to me because what it does is it comes full circle. Yeah. And it's not what defines you, it's how you navigate things like that in your life, how you come out of that. That meant 
but I could use words like sorry. Yes. With honesty and gravitas again in my mm. life. And I got my life back and my family came rushing to me. Because no one can do no one here's the deal. No one can stop doing that apart from yourself. It's got to come from you. And then once you get that message, then you get your life back. Yes. And I can assure you, great things will happen to you. So anybody out there listening that's struggling with anything like that, there is hope. If I can do it, there's no different from me. Cut me, I bleed. But most importantly, if you get the right help, then there's, there's hope and purpose will come, will come back and to your life. I, I, I suppose it's not to be afraid to ask for it. Not be afraid. That's because, the thing. Because, I mean, I'm, I hope I can use that, but if you're on the bones of your arse, yes. you know, and, yes. and, and, and you get that bit of clarity like that, yeah. embrace it. Because it's a win-win-win situation. That's what comes, that's what reverberates from that. But it's not what defines you, it's how you navigate it. It's good to see you on the other side of it. Oh, I'm, I'm going back 26 years ago. Yeah. I was just saying in the car that, I, I, you know, if you ask me what happened, I can just barely remember. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. what I do remember, yeah. I cherish, good you know, you. because I'm certainly never going back to that place. Good for you. Oh, aye. Good for you. Will you, will you pick up, have you got a favourite on, on, on Top Ten Soldat? I'm attracted to you, kind of think, do you know what? That's one I'd love to hear. I know because there's another yeah. one I need to go to, but be, and you may mention it. Which one would you? Which one? Well, if I was to say, I was to, say to you, I, 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 that would, one. I, I would, I would, I would look at it and I would go, Sonny's letter. Yes. Sonny's letter, I don't believe it wasn't a single, and it was inspired by uh, poetry of Lincoln Quasi Johnson. And it was uh, that song was about the Susslaws. Because we were doing a lot of recording in uh, uh, Brixton way yes. back in the, in the mid 80s, and uh, I, I was a massive Lincoln Quasi Johnson uh, uh, lover. And, and, that, and uh, you know, that I was inspired by a song he had called Sonny's Lair. I don't believe Sonny's Lair. I don't believe her, yeah. That's it, here it is. You, you were my first love, you, you were my last. And was a coming on strong, coming on strong, coming on strong. I can feel love, I can feel love, I can feel love coming through your heart. What can you do with those attitude blues? They'll make you feel
chatting with Marty Pello. I'm enjoying this tremendously. It's so lovely to see you. Huh? Can I just say, by the way, because you covered a fair bit of ground uh, already, but I was, I wanted, you were talking about songwriting, right? Yeah, songwriting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you get your stuff from. And this book, this is the last chapter, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, this, this is like a, a companion piece to the, to uh, the autobiography. Uh, uh. This is beautiful. Now, the only other person I've ever seen, I'd exp- I better explain this. The idea of this book is that you have, you, you pinpoint a bunch of people um, whose songs matter to you. Yeah. Singers and or songwriters. Mainly songwriters. Yeah. Um, no singers as well. And the only other person I ever saw do this was Bob Dylan. Because mm. he did a book, uh, yeah. not dissimilar. Um, I think he probably copied you, but he's probably not listening. So oh, you know, you know, I figure that's what you, this you, you, you just up. mentioned me in, uh, in the same breath as Bob Dylan there. I mean, that in itself but is. This is, this is it, you mentioned, and it's interesting, you mentioned Jackson Brown particularly. Oh, Jackson Brown, yeah. And uh, who obviously has an influence. Yeah. But there's a song that Jackson Brown wrote that Glenn Campbell covered uh-huh. uh, called These Days. These Days. Which he wrote when he was not even 20. As far that's as exactly remember. right. You know, and, you, and, and that's, that's and, your point about. That's exactly it. Look at that song, you know, and then you, when you see him singing, yeah. singing it today, yeah. and uh, 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 he even sits better looking, on his shoulders. Somebody looking back. Somebody looking back. And I think he wrote it when he was like 15. It's really young, yeah. You know, and it's like, those are the. I believe that as songwriters, you disengage uh, thinking about making songs and. and, and uh, you, you become in a moment. Yes. I, I, that's what I feel. It's yeah. up there and you just kind of tap into it. I think he, the, the, he, he won a prize with that there. I think he was... I think he saw the future. But when you decided to write the last chapter... It's basically your favourite songs. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's like, disc- you're kind of wearing your influences on your sleeve, man. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of saying, look, if you listen to these sort of songs, you might understand me uh, a little bit better as a songwriter. You know, you kind of say, all oh, right, I know where he's coming from now. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes, the, uh, you, you, uh, for instance, uh, as a 15-year-old, your skill set might not be as, uh, 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 as good as it is by the time that you keep... You know, every day's a school yes. day with songwriting, I think, yes. anyway. But yeah. the more you do it, the better you get it. Or the way that you can uh, uh, interpret it or be, or be able to go about your business. So at a very young age, these songwriters, Joni Mitchell, Jackson Brown, you know, James Taylor, all those yeah. kind of singer-songwriters yeah. took me home. Yes. Graham Nash is in there too. Oh, my God, Graham Nash. Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young. That's right. The vocal harmonies and the complex harmonies that they put together. This is a beautiful presentation. The whole thing, the the photographs, the story, like Dr. Martin Luther King is in Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just uh, Marvin Gaye, of course. What's going on? Oh, absolutely. You know, probably one of the most uh, incredible and and, and, and very astute, uh, exactly what the clue was in the title. You know, and the lyrical content uh, and that song was just great, which just blew my mind. But you you, you see, you listen to the lyrics. Maybe that's... The Celt, maybe that's what. Well, it's a story to be told, you, know, you know, because it's so it's so important that you know because you can be seduced by melody and yeah. then you lost the melody. You can because you you're like, oh, that's a beautiful melody, and you go on that journey. But you know, there has to be a, there has to be a balance there and a jagginess in there. Yes, you know, that's a juxtaposition or whatever that's you right. want to do to play with it. Yeah. You still got to get the message. What are you trying to convey? Um, I have to say that one of my favourite songs of all time yeah. is Angel Eyes. Oh, a simple song. Oh, you say that now. Aye. You say that now. <laughs> um, and my, my current wife, well, she's been my current wife since I married her, so what can uh, I tell oh, you? Oh, well, why? We're, we're still together. Uh, it, and it's one of her absolute favourites. Oh, and it's that moment where you go, oh, 
But you might oh, that little burp. I'm begins. afraid a little aye, burp. Aye. I think she has it on a kind of a replay thing. It, but it's a beautiful stuff. It, it, it still does it. It's still does. Aye, and to hear that with an orchestra was going to be very exciting. Be, uh, uh, you know, I happen to. That's the thing about it. When you see them presented in this way, yeah. And and and, and a lot of thought went into it, and a lot of uh, because the structure of these songs are strong. Songs are lighthouses. If the foundation of the house is strong, then how you arrange it or what you put on top of it will take it. So it's a very sympathetic towards never never taken away from the melody. Yes, the yeah. songs weren't broke, so they don't they didn't need fixing. Sure. It's a way of presenting them in a way that it just feels correct because the songs take it because they've always had strings in them. We've always lent towards uh, orchestrations. I, I, I certainly have, whether it was with Willie Mitchell or Arif Martin. Sure. Will you? When you when you sing it and when you stand at that stage, does your mind wander? I mean, do you concentrate at the moment? Mm. Do you go back to the days? Like, what I, I, goes through your head? I, because I, I enjoy it's, it. It has to be so special. Well, well, well yeah, you're the, surrounded by. We all hope to connect. Yes. And if you're the catalyst for that, that's what it is. Because the thing is, is that people have maybe 30, 40 years of uh, of memories poured into these songs, well, and they go to them. Yes. And happy times and sad times, yes. as I do. You know, so the thing is that uh, the songs that, that, that have lived that amount of time on a turntable or on a CD, people pour themselves into it. So you know, I, I, I don't want to change the wheel. I maybe give it new spokes, but I'd never change it. You know, and the thing, that, and that's what I've done with this. And it's like because people know the melody, there's a comfort there. That, 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 this show's about entertaining. It's not about, oh, here, here's my new album. It's not about educating uh, about where you're at as a, as a musician just now. It's about a celebration of that. And, then, yeah. and I know a lot of artists say that. It's just, well, you know, my idea was just to do a show. That's a no-brainer. Yes. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I'm going to have a dance here. I, I, I just want to be the catalyst for that. So well, that's what it is. Uh, the fact remains that, when, when, you know, Pop Tins sold out with, 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 with Marty Pillow uh, remains one of those great albums. Of, it's a huge... It's well, huge. It was a huge selling album yes. for us. You know, I think it's one in 20 people in the UK have it. There you go. It was just humongous. And the idea of being able to see that with the RT Concert Orchestra on the stage is just, for me, like, I am so excited to see this because... Oh, it's going to be great. It's, you know, because we didn't... You didn't ring about Scotland, you didn't tell us. No. You didn't tell us about no. London. So, you know, we know about this one, so... Oh, absolutely! One. You know, and what a building! And here's the thing: oh, yeah, it's people be. come out, people come out to be entertained, and that's exactly what that show will give them. It's yeah. a no-brainer, Marty. You know, it's no rocket science what I do, but what I do, I do with great passion. You, but you love it. You give it, and you fling yourself at everything. In well, that's what I always say. I was a terrible painter and decorator. Yes. You know, yeah. so it's time to do good, Marty. Yes. <laughs> now, Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. My current wife will not forgive me. Maria will say, "Why didn't you get Marty?" Well, then you might get a dance with her. I might get a dance. You you got to answer. Do you remember them days? I will. <laughs> Marty says. Marty says. <laughs> Marty says. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Pellow. It's been Thank lovely. Thank you, son. Sick of leaving in the morning With the night you gave away So now I'm gonna take that all that I can get With those angel lies you make sense Through sins all the time Sick I'm gonna stay Yeah. Well, when, when I say- 
Angel Eyes concluding our chat with uh, the great Martin Pella. It's the Three Arena on the 10th of March.